Hello and welcome everybody to the 167 podcast. It is awesome to have you yeah. here. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to build a faith that lasts, which is what we connected with on, on Sunday in our church. And so we want to expand on that conversation in this episode coming up. Everybody and welcome again to the 167 welcome. podcast. Welcome. Yeah. You're a voice for radio. <laughs> uh, as you can obviously tell, we are our co-host is he's on leave this yeah. week. And so we have gone to the super sub, the executive producer <laughs> the of the 167 podcast show. <laughs> and he is here in the flesh. And it is Dumi. Welcome, Dumi, yeah. to the show. Thank you. Thank you. The seat's quite comfortable. It's still Still, you know, still warm from, from the last time Phil was here. You know, got that indentation a little bit, so I just got to make it my own. Yeah, well, he's, he has been holding that seat for a while, and who knows, <laughs> depending on this performance review, we might, we might make some alterations to the lineup, but who knows. Love it. Um, but it is good, and for those of you who don't know yet, um, the 167 podcast is really a way for us to continue a different kind of conversation in the middle of the week where one hour we, we spend in church on a Sunday as a community. Mm. And what we want to do is we want to add value into other times of the week. And yeah. so um, there's 168 hours in a week, one hour on Sunday at church. And so we want to add value to the rest. And so that's mm. why we want to continue these conversations. A yeah. few interesting ones coming, a few interesting ones that have gone past already. But today we want to talk about building a faith that lasts. Building a faith but before we lasts. get there, Dumi, I think the, the viewers need to know a little bit more about you or our listeners um, who will surely <laughs> um, share, subscribe and like yeah, this episode and for future podcasts. But I think, I think it hinges on the fact uh, on, on their, them loving you mm. uh, and liking you as to which sports teams you are, oh. which sports teams you are. Um, supporting at this point in time in your life? Uh, sports teams that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to play it safe and I'm going to say I'm supporting uh, South Africa, you know, <laughs> South Africa cricket, <laughs> South Africa rugby. That's all, that's how you say on the safe side, eh? That's how you don't, you don't Nobody make likes the safe side. No, really. no, I'm, I'm a big Manchester United And we forgive supporter. you for that. Yeah, yeah, don't hate me. Don't hate me for that. I'm still a good guy. I try to be a good guy. At least, at least the the Premier League has been going to Manchester for the last couple of years. Yeah, just the wrong side. Just of the man. blue side. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and of yeah. course, I know you're a man of many kind of sports. And there's yeah. another. Sp- I'm actually gotten into the 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 Grand Prix, the, the, the Grand Formula Prix. One. Oh. All of a sudden, I watched yeah. some episodes, watched some seasons on Netflix. I'm like, that's how it starts. You know, that's how people get into those kind of sports. You know, you first. You, you, you ridicule it a little bit. Who would watch, you know, cars driving around? And then you're like, oh, let, me just, uh, let, me just, let me just look over. What are they doing over there? I they're, think I might, unless it's over church time, I'm yeah. probably going to watch some Formula One this weekend. You know, that's the, in the same way, I also kind of got into golf, you know, watching golf. Because I was always like that guy, like, you know, what do you, like, 
why would you even watch golf? It's so boring. It's just guys hitting a yeah, ball. Yeah, it's like watching grass grow. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, I heard that the Masters was on this this weekend, and that's apparently like a huge a huge deal in golf. And I ended up switching it on, and uh, and it actually ended up, you know, once you get like more of the rules and what's going okay. on, and you you pick someone to back. So the 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 first Japanese person to win okay. the Masters won Hideki wow. Matsu Matsuyama, I think it was. Okay, okay. Yeah, so maybe I'm leaning over to the golf side a it, little it's bit. It's quite you know? a cultured sport. Next it thing is you tell us you're watching cooking shows <laughs> and. Relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is good. Another yeah. thing to add onto your list of, yeah. of hobbies and things yeah. to do. And so, yeah, we we had a great time in church this past weekend. Um, Phil obviously preached this message about yeah. building a faith that lasts, kind of coming back to foundations, the foundations of faith, yeah. which was really important and really good considering the weekend we had before, yeah. which was our Easter weekend yeah. around the world. And uh, many new, many people come to church for the first mm. time, get connected to the message of Jesus. Yeah. And so I thought it was really clever that he brought a message on building a faith at last, that yeah. it's not just a decision you make over a weekend, but there is a way to live the Christian life for your whole life. Yeah. Um, and obviously you took some great notes for the weekend as well. Yeah. So what were what were your some of, some of your key thoughts or key takeaways? So for me, I thought it was actually such an, uh, an important message because I think it's one that if you've been a Christian for long enough, you sort of switch off when people start to speak about, you know, those foundational things that really build your faith. You're like, oh, I've heard this heard this a million times but like yeah. what you're speaking about you know those are the things that you know you always improving that you're always uh, getting better at and that's how you build a faith that lasts yeah sure. because um i think we often look at salvation as you know the end point you know like oh once you get saved that's good but you know salvation is kind of the beginning point to living a life you know where you are becoming more and more like jesus yeah good so i think seeing it like that um, and like you said, Easter was, was you know, the, the previous week. And yes. that's a, a moment where, you know, people give their lives to Christ. And that's an amazing moment. But uh, you almost stand there afterwards like, yeah. <laughs> now what? Yeah, 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 cool. Out of the blocks. What's yeah. next? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's very good. Very good point. I love yeah. that. I love that. Of course, but you also, I mean, we also want to take time to celebrate the fact that we had um, a couple of youth yeah. come over the weekend as well not on sunday but there was a friday night and a saturday Do yeah. you want to tell some of the the listeners and viewers about what happened with the with yeah. the young people no we we usually the have a, a stand camp that we go to it's called the stand and it usually happens at a campsite you know thousands of teenagers from all around the western cape coming together um and 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 it was it was sort of like cancelled if you want to say last year yeah. postponed we'll call it postponed well, yeah because well, of, it's unforeseen circumstances yeah some <laughs> sort of global <laughs> pandemic or yeah. something such i mean it really yeah so so what we did this year because we couldn't gather at a campsite uh, each church actually hosted their own stand conference if you'd like to call it and uh, we had our amazing team from tigerberg hills uh, join us our, our youth from tigerberg hills which was so amazing and we saw uh, around five of five teenagers giving their lives to christ awesome, yeah. an amazing uh, moment and 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 something to celebrate you know from us so it was an amazing weekend amazing vibes young people loving god we did just dance that's 
that's like just yeah dance. that's that's like you know a signature of our youth you know you come over here you got to be initiated with the just dance yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, it's so funny when you see people because you can you can tell when people are doing just dance when they're looking somewhere else trying to copy yeah. and mimic moves <laughs> it looks so unnatural it does so awkward but you know what you know, you've got to, you've got to go, but you can see the people who've been doing it for a while. Who've been doing it for a while, exactly. And they're like, they know what's coming. And they're like, all into the Yeah, and, anyway. they, they, and they're the ones that push for it the most. Like, they're yeah. like, you know, do this song, yeah, and they yeah, know yeah. all the actions, and you're just there. Like, <laughs> oh, that's classic. Yeah. So, if you ever wonder what's happening in the life of church, people are working all the time yeah. uh, trying to get the message of Jesus to people in a, yeah. in a way that is relevant and real and um, can connect with people in their season of life. Yeah. And so we did that over Easter. We had stand this weekend. And so uh, just this message coming again, building a faith that lasts. And I mm. think it's important for us because a lot of people are not building the right kind of foundations yeah. that are going to last. I think that a lot of people, when they come to Christ, it's an emotional decision. Yeah. And emotions are good because God gave us emotions. Yeah. And he connects with us on an intellectual and an emotional level because mm. it's not just, you know, people say emotions are bad. No, emotions are good. You just shouldn't be led by them yeah. only. So um, we need our whole person. But uh, we need to make commitments to building foundations. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I love the idea... Uh, in construction that if you want to build a one-story house, you're going to build a one-story foundation. Yeah. But if you're going to build a 10-story building, you can't build it on a one-story foundation. Mm. And so it's so important for us to keep on doing foundational work in yeah. our life, foundational commitments that help us in our longevity and our effectiveness yeah. in following Jesus. Um, because it is, a, it is a lifetime. In fact, it's an eternal it's relationship a, yeah, that we're going true. for. Um, and we never, these foundations that Phil spoke about, and he brings it out of Acts chapter 2, out mm. of the start of the church, um, is that it's, it's, if we want to build a, a long and thriving relationship with God, these are things that we have to keep giving ourselves to. We never yeah. graduate, graduate from, from, from yeah. them, right? We yeah. always keep building into them. And so um, he was talking about when the, when Acts chapter 2, when mm. the church got started. And of course, you can't take, that as like, okay, so that's how the church has to be all of the <laughs> yeah. time, right? But it is a, it's a snapshot yeah. in a moment in time of what a healthy church looked like. Yeah. And it's actually quite an inspiring story it's of really, the church. Yeah. Now, for those of you who are listening or watching, you can go read it. It's in Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47, mm. how the church organized itself yeah. immediately after thousands of people got saved in mm. a moment. So it went from like 120 to like 300, <laughs> I mean to yeah. 3,000. Okay, now we better organize ourselves and do something. And this is what they did. So maybe you can give us some of the things that they, some of the yeah. foundational things that they, they committed to. Yeah, no, I love it. And, and, and uh, Phil used the word that he used devotion, mm -hmm. at, that, that, you know, they devoted themselves to these things, things like uh, devoted themselves to the word of God, to fellowship, to sharing meals and to mm -hmm. prayer. And before, you know, we even touch on, on those things, uh, the word devotion, uh, the, the way 
um, Phil kind of translated and gave a summary was that it's intense love and loyalty. Yeah, it's good. And wow. I think I think you know we we sometimes fall on on either side. We get half of it right. Yes. You know you you get the love part right. You love prayer, but you're not loyal to it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you, you know you pray once every now oh, and he's then. He's preaching and, it now. And it's amazing. Yeah. Um, or you're loyal to it, but there's like no love in it. You're not yeah, you know wow, connecting with good. God, uh, where it just becomes you know just a religious activity that you do. Um, so I just love that, you know, it's it's the both parts, you know, yes. it's that balance of, you know, the love for God and, and desiring to be in his presence and also being loyal to it, Strong. you know, yeah. making sure that it's like a part of your life daily, um, even as you as you move along. So those sort of things are like, you know, it's 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 really amazing. So so like the word of God, yeah. like uh, uh, I think they realized in the early church, they were like, yeah, people have given their lives, but you know, it's not about me. Like I'm not, I can't, you know, teach these guys everything, you know, and, and show them everything. They can't depend on me. They need to depend on God's word and, and, and look into it for themselves. Sure. Uh, I think, you know, even in leading a dangerous thing we can do is, is connect people to ourselves mm. and they only can learn the Bible from you and, and things like that. I think we need to always be empowering other people to, you know, read the word of God for yeah. themselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's mm. good. I mean, obviously like with some, you know, they didn't have the, the book as it is now, the 66-book mm. Bible bound yeah. together in a red leather strap <laughs> with, you know, the bookmarks, the, the black and the red one for the Old and the New Testament. No, I need that NLT with, you know, Included with, with maps and everything. <laughs> that wasn't how they got their word. Yeah. But, you know, they, they would have had the, the Jewish scriptures and mm. then the teachings of Jesus that the yeah. apostles would have passed on to the early, pe- uh, to yeah. the early believers. Um and it's so important because you, you're so right. We we need to give people need to to get built up and sustained on the words of Christ. Yeah. And while you get that at a church, you get that into small groups and yeah. stuff like that. But you ide- ideally, you or most beneficially, you can get it from the scriptures yourself. Yeah. You know, um, get yourself a pretty new Bible that <laughs> has the words of Jesus yeah. in red, and you can't go wrong with <laughs> you that. You can't go wrong. Yeah. But I love what you said, but and obviously echoing what Phil said was that there's two sides of it where it is loyalty and love. Yeah. You know, um, I remember I remember when I got <laughs> saved, nobody had to tell me, you know, you've got to pray. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's kind of just the kind of, like, yeah. well, that's what you do, <laughs> yeah. right? You just pray. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I, I didn't know how to pray, but there was a passion for it. Yeah. And even the scriptures, it was like, I didn't know where to read or how to or read, how, yeah. but there's a passion for it and you just got to do it. You just... <laughs> And, and there's been times in my journey where my commitment's been stronger than my passion or mm. my passion's been stronger than my commitment. Yeah. And then there's yeah, been times when they've been both on a high mm. or both on a low. <laughs> um, but, but, I mean, when you got saved, did, did, how was that for you? I think, I think like it was similar to you in that my, the love for it was there. Um, and, you know, that desire to, you know, I, I want to learn about this God that, you know, I've heard about and that I've given my life to. Um, so, so I think we all, you know, I, I say we all sometimes live the same life because I'm sure we've all picked <laughs> up the Bible from page one. You just <laughs> carry on flicking the pages, carry on flicking the pages and wherever, it's usually by numbers oh, where, yeah. where you're like, yeah. <laughs> this is a pretty long book. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So so that's what it was like for me where where you kind of have that 
you know, you know, I, you know, I want to connect with with my God. You know, I want to I want to read the Bible like that. That that love is there. Not really knowing how to do it yet. Yeah. Uh, but that interest is there. That curiosity is there, and it's like that. You you know, you grow in it. Very uh, And and it's actually co- coming out of you know you seeking you know to uh, I want to become better at yes. this you know i want to learn more uh, and you you know you 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 do those things you know you search and you 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 ask people questions and and that sort of thing and okay, yeah. uh, it's like that you know your foundation uh, at that point wasn't you know what it is now yeah. but you chose to uh, you know improve on it and grow on it because you know you realize this is something that's important that's right yeah. you know um the way i think about it is you know the foundations of your life you know uh what things that if you take them away you know your life would sort of fall up would crumble and fall yeah. apart you know and you look at those things and you say you know, I need God. I need I need prayer. I need the Word of God. Those things are things that I can't take from my life yeah. because they'll, you know, it'll it'll fall apart. And and the thing that I love about looking at, you know, the that this this thing of looking at it like foundations is that, you know, we often look at the house. You know, mm. you know, when you drive past a nice neighborhood and mm. you're like, wow, these are some <laughs> <laughs> these are some nice houses. I'm drive past your place. <laughs> And you're like, wow, you know, we see the house and we see what's on top, but we don't see, you know, the foundation yeah, that it's on. Good, yeah. You know, people see, you know, we look at other people and we see, oh man, they're so mm. blessed. You know, look at their life. It's so amazing. You know, God is using them in an amazing way, but you don't see the foundation, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, the Bible also speaks about, you know, it uses like fruits, the, the picture of fruits. Like you see the fruits of, of everyone's life, but you don't see the roots and you don't see what, you know, good. the time in prayer that they're spending, the things that they're sacrificing yeah. and all of those those things, uh, you know, so I think our, our view needs to become more focused on those foundations, Good, yeah. uh, you know, devoting ourselves to prayer, devoting ourselves to the word of God. Mm. Um, and an interesting one that, that I think when, when I first heard it, I was like, you know, what does that have to do with anything is like fellowship, like, yeah, you know, right. spending time with other believers and, and stuff like that, which is something that I'd never you know, thought about, you know, that it's really important. Yes. But, you know, from, from your side, I mean, you've been in the, the church for, for quite, quite a bit of time. And, you know, fellowship, you know, what, like, what's the deal? You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good, I mean, it's a good question. You see, I think, you know, if, if the foundations aren't laid properly mm. and you put, it, it shows when you start putting a load and you start yeah. putting pressure on True. And I find that, you know, when you first get saved, there's this period where you don't have to give yourself too much because you're just so excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, then life begins to put a load on you and a pressure yeah. on you. And your foundations then get found out. Mm. If you haven't been intentional about taking steps and developing foundations in your faith, then that's where people often, they crack their, yeah. their faith or their... Or their um, they trust in the Lord cracks and, mm. and I, it either breaks or it gets strengthened. Yeah. And I see a lot of people falling away from the Lord because they've lacked foundational building. Mm. And so where fellowship is so important is that 
the fellowship kind of brings it all together. Yeah. Like you'll get found out pretty quickly mm. um, if you fellowship with other believers. You know, you're yeah. gonna, they're going to talk about something and you have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not to find you out in a bad way to mm. expose you. It's like, oh, flip, there's actually way more to this mm. Christianity thing. There's more to this walk with God yeah, thing so than I realize. And, and what's beautiful about fellowship is that you get to see theology worked out in practice. Because sure. there's one thing to know the scriptures or to read the Bible or to be clever about mm. the Bible. It's a whole other thing to apply it to your life. Yeah. And, and people are saying now in this current generation that it's not for a lack of knowledge. People have knowledge. Yeah. People have access to information. But we've lost the ability to apply wisdom. Mm. And so what where we discover wisdom in our theology or wisdom in our faith with Jesus is really walking with other believers who have done it for 5, 10, yeah. 15, 20, 25 years yeah. and are still passionate about the Lord and still growing in Him. Mm. So fellowship for me is the game changer. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you can read your Bible by yourself, you can pray by yourself, mm. but you can't do fellowship by yeah. yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> There are, that's a problem. Yeah. That is problematic. Mm. Um, and so fellowship for me is the one that I, I know, I can almost say with certainty yeah. that if someone is not walking with other people in a relationship with the Lord, they will fall away from the Lord. Yeah. Certainly they'll fall away from the congregation of mm. the, the building of the Lord, of the church. Yeah. Um, and that's not about an ownership. That's just, I'm, I'm just isolating and disconnecting mm. myself. Yeah. And generally, that's the that's those are the people that the enemy goes after. Mm. So, if I, I've kind of in my head always got this, like for people who are new to faith, mm. they've got like a 12, 18, 24 month window. Yeah. Where if they don't get connected Plugged into in, yeah. a fellowship, like into a group or into a team that serves, yeah, or somewhere where people can do relationship, we probably won't see them in two yeah. years' time. That's true. That's true, and uh, and. Oh, I love that that you you know put it in that way because it's such a crucial time and it's not uh, it's not always you know the people who are you know when you're in a weak spot where you know you get targeted by the enemy it's when you're isolated because then Absolutely. you know who's there to tell you that you know you, you know who's there to encourage you yeah. and to be like you know that's a lie you know you're important you know you're um, you are a child of God like you know when you're isolated it's such a dangerous place yeah. like you said um, and and my thing my biggest thing uh, about Christianity when 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 I first became a Christian this is a few years ago 2016 was I didn't know that like church could be so fun that yeah. was like my I was like <laughs> I was like this is pretty weird. Like everyone's cool. We're laughing. It's fun. And it's like, you know, just this picture that you get of, you know, I don't know where I got it from, but where, you know, church is supposed to be in this way. Uh, but what I've seen over the years is that um, that fellowship part is what kind of is, is one of the most amazing things yeah. about uh, about church for me. You know, uh, you know, you see, like you said, you see uh it worked out in the life of people. You see, you actually yeah. see the the uh, theology, like you yeah. said, you know, uh, practically, you know, worked out. And and what I love to see is that I've seen now people who became friends in church, living together, helping each other out, yeah. uh, that sort of thing. And and for me, that's such such an amazing yeah. thing to see how God brings people together like that. It is brilliant. Yeah, yeah is, I mean, it is so brilliant. Um, it's just. It's just the way that God's designed mm. it so amazingly because 
You can come to you can go to church on Sunday and wear a mask. You yeah. can cover your character. You can mm. cover your problems. You can cover your good things. Yeah. Um, but if you give yourself, if you commit, remember what what, what you said, devoted. Mm. Like you and Phil was like love and, and loyalty. loyalty yeah. If you can learn to love a few people really well and mm. be committed to them over a over yeah. a, t- a span of time. You you can't hide as much. Yeah, yeah. You and it's not it's not exposing. You're just gonna you'll be there'll be unguarded moments mm. where people will be able to go and see that and love you anyway. Yeah. But then still challenge it and you get to see a glimpse into their unguarded lives. Yeah. And go, oh, okay, so that's how they handle argument. That's mm. how they handle yeah. disappointment. That's how they handle that's so true. A dryness in their spirituality. Mm. This is how they deal with power really well this is how they deal with their finances and so you get to see more than just a message that is communicated on a sunday or and and again that's not to take away sunday is brilliant and it's Mm. it's a time for great ministry yeah but it gets deepened in your life through fellowship and i think that's was the probably one of the most amazing things about the early church is that they were meeting together almost i mean it says daily yeah so I don't think in our life we can do that now. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> like, <laughs> Party in my house. Um, and it's important. It's like, it's not just relationship, but it's relationship around Jesus. Yeah. yeah. That's the difference between fellowship and hanging out. And with hanging your out. Because yeah. right? hanging out with your friends is low key, mm. but hanging out about the, about the person of Jesus mm. is about building people up and yeah. encouraging them in the Lord. Yeah, and uh, I just love. I'm not sure which where it is. It's in the Bible though, but it says like (laughs) Hezekiah's thirty first (laughs) chapter. It's like you know the mark of 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 a Christian, you know, of a child of God is by the way that they love other people. Good. Uh, It's a different type of love. It's John's literal. Oh, John's yeah. First, second, or third John. (laughs) You know, by the way that people that 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 the 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 church loves 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 each other. You know, the people in the church love each other. That's, you know, how you see it. So I just love that. That's and good. it's so important, like, around Jesus. So yeah. it's just like, you know, you're just hanging out. And I think that's what makes it uh, so different. And if I could just add on, I think one of the things that made fellowship, you know, one of the things that helped me so much was that I could read things in the Bible mm. and not know how to apply it to my life. Then I look at, you know, someone's life, you know, who's, who I know has been following uh, Jesus for yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah. And I can see how practically, you know, how are they, how did they actually putting this into practice? Sure. And I've seen that uh, that's helped me because I can be like, okay, I, I can see how I can, you know, practically put that out because you know uh, there's things, you know, in the Bible where it's, where it's kind of gives you, maybe it was for the people of that time. Yeah. And then you don't know, like, am I supposed to sacrifice? Like, <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it's just complicated. Yeah. yeah. But then you see, oh, this is how, you know, today that applies to my life. This yeah. is how I can handle yeah. that situation or do this or, or be generous in this way. Uh, and that helped me so much, you know. And, and I think it also, there's an aspect of humility in it. Because wow. because I think you know we can get into you, you, you can have fellowship but you can also uh, be so you know prideful that you know I've been a Christian for ten years you know no one can teach me anything like I think it's crazy like some people who have been you know uh, Christians for for the shortest amount of time in my life you know they've kind of reminded me of things where I'm like 
wow. Mm. Like I've had friends who um, have given their life to Christ and there's just such a passion and such a love for other people. And, you know, you can't hold them down. They want to pray for people yeah, and all of this awesome. sort of thing. And I'm like, like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Am I even saved? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. And, and, and I think if you're not humble, you close yourself off to that because yeah. you're like, you know, this person, they don't know this thing, you know. Mm. But, but it's actually being humble and saying, you know, I, I, I want to learn from, from other people, being open to that. Uh, I think that's one thing that I've learned, you know. You can learn from everyone. If you're humble, you know, that's no matter good. how long someone's been a Christian, you can learn from them, you know? yeah. Yeah, that's good. I mean, even the, the writer of Proverbs echoes that in saying that in a multitude of counselors, there's mm, victory, right? Yeah. I think even for our, our spiritual life, that we need people to speak into our lives mm. um, at different levels so that we can keep on winning and keep on walking forward with faith. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's brilliant. I, I would say if, if there's one area we, we need to, as a, as a society, grow in is, 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 is fellowship in yeah. the sense of um, we're coming together around Jesus. We're going to do life together. We're committed to one another, whether yeah. you offend me or not. I'm mm. going to learn from you, and you can learn from me. Yeah. Um, and I think that would be a powerful, may have a powerful impact um, in our lives. And obviously, which closely gets connected to the one was where they were sharing meals with one another, mm. the Lord's Supper. Yeah. Um, but there's just something about food, isn't there? There's something about food that just brings people together. together. It's just something about it, you know. Uh, I, 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 most of the memories that I, a lot of the memories that I have from my childhood is, is you know, uh, uh, you know, family coming around, eating meals together. Uh, you know, those are the the things that I remember. And, yeah. and food brings people together. It you does. can you can not understand anything. You know, you can go to France and go to a restaurant and you you know how to <laughs> eat. Yeah, you know how to eat. You know, you know, yeah, you know, you can bon appetit. You know, you know. That. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, there's something about uh, you know, even Paul. You know, he was so. You know, let me say, you know, he was so, you know, repetitive about it, you know, about, uh, what, you know, people coming together and, and you know, sharing the meals. Um, and, and it was, you know, throughout Corinthians even and, and that sort of thing, because there's such an importance on it, you know, uh, because you're coming around, you're eating, but you're remembering, mm. uh, you, you know, it's a moment where you're remembering uh, Jesus and what he did. Yeah, that's good. Um, so so it, it's... Uh, you know, in in the in the church of Corinth, you know, they were not doing it right. You know, they weren't even uh, they were eating and and keeping people away and and that sort of thing. And they it wasn't about Jesus. You know, that wasn't uh, the main thing. And I think that's where it. You know, that's where they sort of went astray. Yeah. Where you know. Uh, we often need to be reminded of what Jesus did for yeah, us. You know, yeah, it's a continual good. thing. That's uh, good. And like, uh, like we said at the start, you know, it's not one of those. It's one of those things that you always keep. Yeah. You know, need to keep being reminded of. Yeah. You know, you, you don't. I, I was reminded of it in 20, 2015 or whatever. Like yeah. you said, it's like you know, one of those foundational things where you keep on, uh, you keep on doing it because you need to keep on remembering. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's good. I mean. I actually think that communion is designed more for the small group than it is for the mm. uh, church gathering. Yeah. Um, can you, I mean, can you imagine when the early church, when they gathered with their 3,000 people in the temple, <laughs> they're like, here is <laughs> the bread and the wine. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just not going to work. But 
um, they did it in homes. And I, I feel like it's actually supposed to be the same way for us. Yeah. That when we get into our small groups, our life groups, there's a greater level of intimacy talking about Jesus, remembering Jesus. It's true. And it's practical. You can mm. actually break bread with 10 yeah. people, yeah. not necessarily, <laughs> you know, yeah. a few hundred people. Yeah. Um, and there's something about table, the table and food that really says, I accept you. Yeah. You know, because you don't, I mean, think about it. If, if, would you sit across the table from somebody, you know, who hasn't maybe, who, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to get into anything personal, but like yeah. if you if you don't share hygiene standards, yeah. you're not super keen. <laughs> yeah. Why? Is there some reason you don't want to share? Because there's something really close yeah. and intimate. There's something yeah. really because you're in each other's space. That's true. And it's a captive audience. Yeah. But if you ever want to tell someone bad news, never do it over a meal because you're stuck there till the end That's of the true. meal. Do it over coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Espresso yeah. to go. Um, but so so just. It shows an acceptance of that's, people. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and an intimacy with people, and that's something about the table, and that's a biblical value that mm. was proclaimed and preached throughout the scriptures. Yeah, that hey, if you're be hospitable. Yeah, with strangers and all that, like mm. there's a way of caring for people and loving people, and I think the intimacy travels deeper when we break bread together, mm. when we're committed to a relationship with yeah. one another around the person and the ways and the teachings of Jesus. Yeah. And then through communion, declaring declaring him as our Lord together. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so much power. So so these are very simple things. This yeah. isn't like the <laughs> yeah. A to Z yeah. on a fast track to speech. Yeah. This is just basic stuff that anybody can do mm. and should do yeah. if they want to build a faith that lasts, mm. right? Because... It's not always rock and roll. Yeah, it's not yeah. always. Yeah. Sometimes Christianity is like eating your oats in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it keeps you strong. It, it keeps, keeps you, you strong. Sustained. Keep you going. Yeah. I was going to. Yeah, get up and preach. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no I mean, uh, th- that's good. And then obviously this is devoted to prayer. Mm. Um, so we've got uh, devoted to the, the, the word of God. Mm. Okay. So intense love and loyalty. And devoted to fellowship with other believers, devoted to sharing meals, particularly mm. communion, which is the Lord's Supper, um, and then devoted to prayer mm. as, as one of the final ones in yeah. the early church that they committed themselves to. Yeah. Um, what would you say to people would be a foundation, like what would build, building foundational prayer in their life look like? I think building, you know, found that foundational prayer is, uh, I take it back to that um, take it back to that devotion, you know, of love and loyalty. And not only that, but you, you know, you can do that, but there's so many examples in the Bible of, of people who did that, uh, you know, not in only the moments where they're doing well, not only in the moments where they need something, you know, moments where people had great victory and they would pray, people where, um, you know, Daniel, who was about to be thrown in the, in the lion's den and, and he knew it was, you know, the people said he shouldn't pray, and he still prayed anyways. No, um, I think it, it, there's, a, there's a, a kind of a, you know, a, they knew it was their foundation. They knew yeah. it was this one thing that no one can, can sort of take away. You know, this is the one thing that uh, is between me and God, Good. and uh, I will devote myself to it. I'll be loyal to it. I'll be, uh, I will love God and in that. So Good. I think, like you said, there's moments where you're not going to feel like doing it, 
but but it's kind of like knowing you know this is me and God mm. you know this is me speaking to God this is this is my prayer to God I think there's a, a, a level of you know uh, it's also like you know you're depending on God for your day I find when when I don't pray it's like me saying like you know oh I don't need you. I got this. I got this from here. And it's usually not far after that where you're like, God, (laughs) please help. help." Um, I think we we, we often try and take the wheel and be like, okay, I got it it from here. Um, But there's never a moment where you can say, you know, I've got it from here because, you know, you know, we depend on God for for everything. And um, it's just that level of uh, of of kind of knowing that we need God, Mm. uh, that you know, even in, in, the, in the Lord's Prayer that, that we, we know, it's like, give us today our daily bread. You know, it's a daily thing. It's not, um, give me today and then tomorrow I'll sort myself out. Yeah. I'm good. It's knowing that, oh, I need this daily. Like, I, I need this, you know. Mm-hmm. There's other things that can fall away, but this thing, uh, I, I can't go without. Yeah, know? that's good. Yeah. I mean, prayer is like oxygen for the believer, mm. right? And I think learning to pray is one of the best things we can give ourselves to. Yeah. You know, because it's in prayer that we speak to the Lord, we share, we connect. He speaks to us. Mm. Uh, it really is the relationship, yeah. the transaction relationship that happens there. And His presence is so important. And I mean, we've done we've done episodes on prayer, so I'm mm. not, we're not going to talk about yeah. prayer for too long. But um, prayer, if you don't love God, you won't pray. Yeah. Because why? Mm. Like, you yeah. Know, but if you if you desire Him, you will mm. pray. Yeah. Um, because it's the way that you invite him into your circumstances, yeah. into your life. And what point is it building a foundation of a faith that lasts if one, when prayer is the most important thing in that foundation and mm. you don't use it? Your foundation is going to crack. It's going to be broken. Yeah. Why, why, why stand strong for, for a person you don't really have a relationship with? Sure. Mm. You know? So I would encourage people that, that certainly to pursue and find a way mm. to pray. I think... We get so caught up on the things we should say <laughs> rather than yeah. the person who we're trying to connect yeah. with, right? So yeah. um, I find that when I pray in the morning that I pray more throughout the day. Yeah, and I, it kind I feel of like begins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I heard someone say, just pops the cork on prayer and you yeah. keep flowing after that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Party never stops. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's also not just transactional. Lord, mm. thank you. And you find sometimes your prayers mm. like, I've prayed the same thing yeah. yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if you're tired, you fall asleep while you yeah. pray. Oh, but those are all part of the journey and there's yeah. no criticism there. But, but certainly to build a, sustain, a, a solid prayer life. Mm. Yeah. Um, then the, the last two areas that, that Phil was talking about on Sunday was he was talking about desiring generosity, like mm. actually being a generous person, mm. being a Love giving that. person. And he was talking about building the body, which means the body of Christ, mm. where Jesus is the head of the church and the yeah. church is his body. Um, I'd love to dive into the bodybuilding aspect a little body bit because you yourself are a bodybuilder. <laughs> uh, I would I would ask you to flex, but the people listening can't see it and the cameras aren't big enough to capture all the glory. Um, but... But before we get into that, just the aspect of generosity. Um, maybe, I mean, you've been in our church now 2016, 2017? Yes. Yeah, 2016. Five years. That's quite, you're like an old. Yeah, I'm old, you know. But was the generosity aspect for you something that took long to grab hold of? Was it a surprise, a shock to you? Um, was it like, 
man, these guys want my money. <laughs> I think for me, it, it wasn't like that at all. For me, it was kind of a, um, you know, it was kind of like a, it was like, I've seen the generosity of God and I've seen God touch people and be generous to me in a way that I couldn't understand. Mm. Uh, and I remember there was times like, let me just pump Phil a little bit. Phil was the sure. guy who led us to, you know, church and he was our yeah. rugby cricket coach or rugby coach at the time. And I remember, you know, he would give us rides home. Uh, he would, you know, we, he would pick us up for church in the morning, drop us off at home. We would play PlayStation. He would buy us food, uh, you know, bought us our first Bibles, uh, you know, yeah. give us clothes. And, and, and I just remember sitting down, you know, in those moments where, you know, I wasn't, full, I didn't fully know this yeah. whole Christian thing. And I was just like thinking about it. What people aren't seeing everything that he's doing. Yeah. You know, there's not, there's not people there who he's saying like, oh, like watch me giving this yeah. guy something. And I thought, you know, there, there has to be something, there's something like weird going on here <laughs> because yeah. why would you do that if there's not something more, you know? Yeah, you're not getting praised for it. Yeah, you're not getting praised for it. There's the, and, and then from that moment, it was like, you know, once I'd seen the generosity of God, it was sort of a reactive thing for me where it's like, uh, I have to, like, I don't have a choice. And yeah. it's not like I was forcing myself. It was like, you know, reaction of, um, of I have to. Yeah. And I love that uh, what, uh, what Phil said in it is that, you know, when you show generosity, it's like you showing that, you know, you have trust in God to be your source. Brilliant. Yeah, because if you can't true. be generous, you don't trust God that he will provide for you, whatever, you know, in every situation. That's true. Uh, and, and that's sort of something, and, and I'm not saying it's easy because it's not, because you see your bank balance and you're like, <laughs> like uh, I, I don't see how if I buy you this food, I don't know how I'm gonna get for myself type of thing. Uh, but there's an amazing trust yeah. that is there, and you are exercising that mm. when you are generous because yeah. you're saying, you know, I trust God that He's gonna provide for me, mm. so I don't need to hold on to to what I've got and and keep everything to myself because you know. Yeah, uh, he's got me, so I can get someone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love that story. I love that. That's so true, um, because generosity isn't just something that you should see once in a moment. It, mm. it actually is a lifestyle. Yeah, and I think when you get it, you when you get generosity, you understand the grace of God, mm. because He's been generous to us so yeah. much so that why wouldn't you mimic that? Why yeah. wouldn't you? Be generous, mm. and it's not just financially. It's generous as a person, yeah. right? Generous in your attitude, generous mm. in your service, generous in your time. Mm. So you, you know, uh, freaks me out when people are like oh, generosity is only one way. No, <laughs> yeah. generosity isn't just one way. It's it, throughout your life, mm. but it doesn't mean you should do all of that except for yeah. like it's everything, yeah. every yeah. part of it's you true. ought to be generous. And I think you get it. Mm. Um, and, and generosity, if everybody was generous, I think nobody would lack Nobody anything. would lack, yeah. And that's what we see in this Acts chapter 2 church yeah. where everybody gave so nobody lacked. Now, that's a, what they did was radical, okay? They sold, they, <laughs> yeah. they sold, they sold property, property yeah. homes, <laughs> they cashed in their investments <laughs> and they gave. Mm. But it was a different way because it just started. Yeah. And there was this great grace and they were expecting Jesus to come back at any yeah. moment and... And, and they were building this community. Mm. Um, so it doesn't make what they did wrong. 
it was just the birth of it. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be radically generous yeah. in our day. And yeah. we don't say, you know, sell everything you have and <laughs> give it to the... No, we're just saying live generous in the way that mm. you love one another, serve yeah. one another, care for one another, the way you give towards reaching lost. Because you came to know Jesus because of somebody's generosity yeah. and you saw the authenticity of their faith because of their generosity. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was attractive to you. Generosity is always attractive. Yeah, it is. Eh? It is. I mean, I don't, I hate the saying if it's free, it's for me, but, <laughs> but it's true. Like people yeah. are attracted to something to, yeah. because free means it costs somebody something. It, it doesn't cost you anything. Mm. And so generosity is really appealing to people who are far from Christ. But it's it's not just a moment because a moment can be inauthentic. Yeah, but a lifestyle. Of a lifestyle. Yeah, and I think we should all aspire to be generous people. Yeah, I think so. Um, because we know what we've got, and we know that God's going to give us more. And mm. the beautiful thing is, Dummy, if you may, if if I might, <laughs> is that God loves to give to givers mm. because He knows that nothing gets stopped up in their life. Sure. You know why? As soon as you build a dam. Everything down the da- down, yeah. It dries up. It can die out. It can mm. whatever. Um, but as soon as the water flows, life flows. Yeah. And that's what happens in our life. That as generosity flows through us, life flourishes mm. around us. Mm. I think it it shows us that Christianity is not just an internal me centered reality, but yeah. it's actually about other people. Yeah. And blessing other people. That's so true. Um, and, and again, a part of generosity is building the body, right? Mm. Being a bodybuilder. Being a bodybuilder. Bodybuilding. Yeah. <laughs> bodybuilding. But not in the way you think, right? It's not just about consuming more like <laughs> yeah. more roids, right? It's <laughs> not you. Uh, it's not just about cons- consuming for mm. us to become bigger. Yeah. But it's about adding so that we can become stronger. Yeah. Right. So why yeah. don't you? <laughs> why don't you why don't you dissect that for us? What yeah. do you tell young people about about building the body? Uh, I think it's like the the one thing that 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 I always try and uh, put across is that you know it's that it's there's a part for everyone, you yeah. know, and not one part is more important than the other because yeah. I think one thing that discourages people from being a part of the body is that they think, uh, no, I can't preach. Yeah. So I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. like you can't use me. And and that's so like, that's so, you know, it couldn't work like that because you can't have uh, all of one type of person. No, geez, you know, you're, you're, you're Exactly. And... And I it's like those guys at the gym where they don't do legs. <laughs> they don't do legs. <laughs> Twigs. <laughs> Brick But they're massive. Uh, no, that's so true. And it's you. like... <laughs> you, you got an equally distributed... <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and uh, I think that's the most important thing that, that I'm like, don't downplay what God can do, you know, through you and, and who he can reach through you. Good. Because as soon as you say, oh, I don't look like that person... I can't sing like that person. Mm. Oh, I, that's not for me. You know, you're closing off like opportunities because you, you don't know the type of person, you know, that you are going to, you're going to connect with and you're going to yeah. reach and that you can lead. And not everyone connects with everyone, you yeah. know. Uh, you know, like thing thing that I, I always love is that, you know, the one thing that you get to take with you to heaven is more people. Um, and not and 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 if you close yourself off to being a part of what God is doing, then you know you're you're you're, you're closing yourself off from you know leading more people uh, to the faith that you have. Um, so I think you know being part of the body is that 
you know, parts of the body look different. Mm. They have different uh, giftings. They, ha- they, you know, they they look different. Mm. They they find, you know, they have a different sense of humor. They maybe one part is weird or whatever. You know, that's what I love. You know, that that there's there's so much. Uh, diversity in it, Good. but there's still unity under Christ. Good. Yeah, that's, right. uh, that's what that's that's for me is the most amazing picture of the church. Good. That there's people that look different, different backgrounds, mm. uh, different personalities, but there's unity under Christ. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah, that's my. Oh, my I love uh, it. I mean, I think what a, what a great way to tell people mm. about what it is about, and and of course, what we're trying to say is in building the body is, is actually participating within your local yeah. congregation. Like if you're not part of a church, mm. what are you doing? Join yeah. the church, right? Yeah. Be Participate. Don't be a floating thumb somewhere. Mm. Connect yourself to the body. Um, also be in alignment with the body because the yeah. body aligns itself to the head, which is Christ. Yeah. And so we want to be in alignment in purpose. That's where unity comes from. Yeah. We're unified under the person of Jesus and we're doing what Jesus wants us to do. Yeah. Um, and so that's like finding a place to participate, add value, mm. um, because God, Christ has given everybody a gift. That's true. A spiritual gift of some sort for the building up of the body. And mm. so, yeah, you might not be able to to you know whatever preach or make coffee or sing but there is something that christ has given you to do maybe yeah. it's you're, you're full of mercy and you mm. can really take care of hurting people yeah there's something for you to do um and in that you build up the body of christ and i always think that if people would if everybody in the church would give financially yeah. and everybody in the church would give in service mm. in this way we're participating in the body of christ there is the church would be a an incredible force in the world yeah, for good. That's true. And we would do so much more quicker and we would reach more people. Mm. Um but I, I know that there are sometimes people who go, you know what, I just don't know what to do. Mm. I don't know what my gift is. And yeah. Of course we've got stuff like growth track where you can discover, but even people I find who've gone through growth track and they're like, yeah, but I'm still not sure. Uh, yeah. What would you say to them? I would say all I can do is, you know, share my experience. Mm. My experience of, of what I started doing, you know, uh, Phil would, would take us to church and, uh, you know, we would have to wait for him because he was our lived home. <laughs> so we were like, <laughs> so we were like, oh, okay, let's start. Let, let's maybe pack up the chairs. You know, everyone, everyone else is sitting down. Let's just, you know, do something. Uh, and I think that's what it is. It's that first step of, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know what. I'm just gonna. Go, I'm just gonna take a step. I'm gonna do this, and you find that uh, y- you will find things that need, you know, that need to be done. Good. You can find. Oh, you know, they make coffees on a on a Sunday morning. You know, uh, let me learn how to do that, and I can serve in that way. Oh, I, I, I love doing this. Mm-hmm. So, and I think for me, you know. Not always, like, you know, we have a growth track, so you can plug into, you know, a place where, you know, you, you know your, your gifting is and you know you'll thrive. But also just taking that step out, you know, oh, I can do the setup team. I'm going to get up, get, get there early yeah. on church and I'm going to help them take the, the things outside. And it always starts with that step out and, and you find that, oh, there's, you know, different places that I can be in. My brother, he, uh, I remember there was a jam sesh or something that was yeah. advertised. And he was mildly interested in music, <laughs> in music. So he attended thinking that, you know, he was just going to, 
you see what it was like and stuff. And and he went there, and since then he's been you know on the worship team, yeah. uh, learning Growing and doing and more. Yeah. Uh, he sees oh the church might need more guitarists. I used to play guitar. He picked up his guitar again awesome. and started playing. Yeah. Uh, I think once you are connected into the and you're part of the body, mm. you see where. You, you see different areas which yeah. you can be effective in. That's really oh, good. Oh, I can, I, I'm really good at doing that. I, I can join that. Or I have an interest in, in doing this. Uh, let, me, let me go and check that out. And it's not a case of, you know, once you're there, you have to love it and, you know, you're there for life. It's like, oh, this really, you know, wasn't for me. Uh, let me try something else. And, and I, I just love, the thing that I love about being part of the body is that, Things changed for me when when I actually started serving, mm. because my you know my heart became in, in line with the church and w- with the body and uh, because I think when you just attend you know it's amazing you you receive something, mm. but there's no real you know you know I wasn't buying into anything mm. you know if I wasn't there you know it didn't really matter and and that sort of thing but once you 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 put yourself there and you you join and and mm. you become a part of doing things you really. Uh, it's a next level because you're like, wow, you know, God shows you that, like, you know, this is the area, like, you know, there's, there's lost people who can yeah. still fill these seats. And, you know, your heart becomes more of, you know, yeah. let's, you know, let's go invite my friends here yeah. and uh, serve in this area. And, you know, you, your heart becomes in it when you give of your right. time and your service uh, to it. That's um, good. Yeah, you know. yeah. You get bought in. You you start participating in the redemptive potential yeah. of the body of Christ. Yeah. For sure. And I, like I, I, what you said is exactly my experience as mm. well. And I recommend other people to do it. You know, you've got to use what you have and do what you can. Yeah. You know, see a need, fill a need. I think yeah. that's from the yeah. movie Robots or something. <laughs> but it's so, it's so absolutely true. And once you're moving, it grows. You yeah. know, a, a ship that's not going anywhere doesn't need a rudder. Mm. But once you're moving and then you start using the rudder, it yeah. starts changing direction and that's fine. God can steer a moving ship, moving yeah. vessel. So so get involved and do something. Mm. Um, so I always think, you know, if you don't know what to do, just just jump in anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if, if you don't like it, at least you found one thing that you shouldn't be doing, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. move on. Process of right? elimination, let's go. Even I went to preschool <laughs> to teach kids church once. <laughs> No way. <laughs> Once. Because they smell the fear and they yeah, know. And they it's, know. It's, it's, it's like a mob mentality, right? But there are other people who are really gifted and love kids that age. I struggled. Yeah. So, um, and I've traveled to different areas of, of serving in our church. I've mm. done I've done frontline. I've done production. <laughs> yeah. Day in kids' church. <laughs> I've done coffee. Yeah. And since leading the church, I've been serving in all those areas anyway. Yeah. I mean, there's been some events. I've been buying a coffee machine. Some yeah. events I've been greeting at the doors. Yeah. You know? I, and I think it's the heart of wanting to participate and add value mm. that is more important. And I think that, and, and for sure, if you want a foundation that lasts, yeah. it has to be one that's built on service. Yeah, It's definitely. not one built on just receiving mm. because you have to give, not give back, you can't give back, but you have to give out. You have yeah. to be generous. You have to, following the ways of Jesus mm. is not just one that receives. Because Jesus, what did he do? He didn't come to serve, to be served. But he, came he didn't come as a king to be served. He mm. came as a servant yeah. to serve. And he was the king. Yeah. <laughs> and so we can get an, a, a feeling of 
entitlement or I'm not sure, so I'm not going to do anything. We're actually acting like a king who wants to be served sure. rather than being a king who serves other people. Yeah. And in the kingdom, those are the greatest yeah. of those who serve. I love that. And so we want to build a foundation that lasts in our faith. Mm. We got to, be, again, be devoted to the word of God. We yeah. got to be devoted to fellowship. Mm. You know, got to be devoted to um, to prayer yeah. and being a generous person yeah. and one who builds the body of Christ. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to be our legacy. That's how we, in, in our church, that's how we're going to reach a city. Yeah. We're not going to be reach a city by looking at it, yeah. diagnosing <laughs> its problems. We're going we're gonna, to um, win a city by going to work yeah. and making the difference. I love that. Um, so yeah, these are just. I thought it was really cool message by Phil. And yeah, if you want to catch it, you can get it on on YouTube, on the tube, on the tubes, on yeah. the tubes, or go to our website and you can find it from there. If you're mm. not sure, if you're not sure how the YouTube thing works, yeah, just go to our yeah. website, <laughs> futuresunnydale.co.za, and uh, you can find it right online there. Mm. Um, any closing thoughts, or statements from you, Dumi? Um, no, I, th- I think it's been so. It's oh, it's been so fun chatting and having this conversation but it's not a I don't think it's a conversation that you want to you know that you like you know with the 167 you know it's not a conversation that that ends here yeah we good. start the conversation here oh but you continue it in your house good. in your groups wherever you are you know it's a conversation that you continue yeah. uh, out there so we, we always love to hear your thoughts and and things like that email us you know uh using our email that's uh one six the one six seven podcast at gmail.com or leave a comment in the in the comment section you yes. know we love to get to those and uh, we love to to you know continue that conversation yes, good good yeah. good and you're running our instagram account the, yeah. the one six seven podcast yeah. so give us a give follow us a DM, yeah um dm to me tell him how he's done yeah. you know and uh yeah ask any questions <laughs> we'd love to get back to you guys yeah. if this has been value added to you um, and you're part of our community, won't you share, like, subscribe, get the yeah. word out there, rate us on your audio podcast channel. It helps us to spread the message um, faster. Yeah. And so, yeah, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Yeah. Dumi, it's been a pleasure. You've been a a outstanding oh, um, co-host. Thank you, sir. You, sir, are a gentleman <laughs> and a scholar. Oh, and look forward you. to having you on future episodes as well. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers.